All right, and welcome everybody to Dogfeather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, this is Thor here with Doc. And Sasquatch can't share nipples on Discord. <laughs> so why don't you uh, go ahead and start off then, Sasquatch, with our new game announcements and updates. Upcoming indie horror game Choo Choo Charles has released a new trailer, the release date trailer. And along with that, it w- has a it's full of new features that the game is uh, full of. The game is releasing via Steam on PC on December 9th. So while after, you know, typical horror season, you'll be able to fill your Christmas holidays with a murderous spider train. So uh, you can go ahead and check out the release date trailer on YouTube for Choo Choo Charles if you're looking for a weird, fun, possibly a horror game. Former Bethesda developers uh, are working on a new game called The Axis Unseen, and they're touting that we'll have a map five times bigger than Skyrim. It is a horror-themed hunting game where you take to the wilderness to hunt down mythological horror creatures. Um, This is being developed primarily by Nate Perkypile, who left Bethesda in 2021 after being an artist there for 14 years. So it is an open world game where you'll use an element, an elemental bow to help you hunt down folklorish monsters. There is a new little teaser trailer out for it. So you can go ahead and take a look for that for the Axis Unseen if you want a weird hunting horror game. Persona 3 and 4 will finally come to Xbox in January. So thanks to Games Pass, they will be on Xbox and PC um, as Microsoft announced at, what was it, like the Tokyo Game Show two years ago? And speaking of this, Persona 5 is also hitting Games Pass in, what is that, October 21st? Yeah, Persona 5 Royal. So you'll be able to play Persona 5 Royal on Xbox on Games Pass for PC and, you know, the consoles and Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golan will arrive on January 19th, 2023. I don't know if we covered it, but uh, Persona 5 Royal is also coming to Switch. Yeah, but it's like the streamed version, isn't it? Isn't it Switch Cloud? Nope. No? Neat. No, I, I bought a physical copy. From the developer Tuku Games. Tuk? Tuk Games? Uh, well, the uh, people who developed the latest Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance that was fun, but just completely unbalanced and stopped being fun because it was completely unbalanced, decided to change their studio's name to Invoke Studios, and they're now developing a triple A D&D game. So we'll see how they do with a triple A game rather than a single C game. Um, Wizards of the Coast, after the game launched, bought or after the game was in development for a few years, who purchased the stu- the developers decided to change the name, and they're funding them with enough money to make a triple A D and D game set, uh, set well a game set in the D and D universe, and it will be developed on the Unreal Five engine. So, here's hoping it's at least half as good as Neverwinter Nights. Reportedly, uh, Call of Duty is skipping 2023. Uh, They will be developing and releasing more content, more Modern Warfare 2 reports have been said, such as 
another actual campaign expansion and greatest hits map packs, which, you know, they kind of already do anyways when they release maps because half the maps are just rehashes. So there'll be no Call of Duty, at least Modern Warfare 2, will be on a two year cycle. Witchfire, a gory, interesting looking steampunk magic horror first person arena shooter from developer The Astronauts has pushed back the early access of the game into early 2023. Um, this is because they are putting in entirely new mechanics for the game, which they have said the feature is now 95% implemented. It makes the game better, and it's kind of hard for me to imagine the player to not have that freedom before. And quote, so because that is not in the game, they pushed back the early access to 2023. Just to kind of get a hint on what kind of game it will be, it's from the develop uh, former developers of People Can Fly, known for Bulletstorm and Outsiders or Outriders, Outriders. That's the one. According to a five-minute Q and A with Bethesda Game Studios director Todd Howard, Starfield is returning to classic Bethesda-style dialogue options in a uh, revealed two hundred and fifty thousand plus line script for the game. You will be forced to read expressions and the personality of characters to know which dialogue options you should choose. So this is almost double what there was in Skyrim and 50% more than what there was in Fallout 4. Just for example, the five minute video is pretty neat to watch. You see little new bits of gameplay you can watch as well. And Todd Howard also said when asked if it is hard sci-fi, he said it's as close to hard sci-fi as they can do just because in a game, it's not fun if you run out of fuel and space and die and have to restart. Fair. Yeah, that is fair. There, he, he said there will be some sort of repercussion. I can only imagine like you're just forced to land on the nearest planet. Which would kind of suck if it was just like a mining planet. Steamforged Games, uh, <clears throat> a very popular board game creator who do a lot of Kickstarters for From Software Games, has funded El the Elden Ring board game already. Um, there is now a launch date for it as well. And all they had to do was reveal the token piece for market. So there we go. There's already 20,000 potential backers already signed up. Oh, let me find the game here. Ah, uh, yeah, their last big game was the Dark Souls, the board game, which raised five point four million dollars in 2016. And as an owner of that game, it's worth it. But it was expensive. All the pieces are great. They're completely pewter and metal. Oh, it's also three hundred dollars. So it's not for the cheap. Um, I lost the launch date, but the game is designed for one to four players. So there you go. It is a co-op slash slightly uh, competitive game. Ah, here we go. November 22nd is when it will launch on Kickstarter. This Way Madness Lies uh, is coming next month, and we got the reveal trailer for the game, and it's already coming out next month. So, yeah, it is a RP from the developers of Cosmic Star Heroines. So if you like classic style JRPGs and you like magical girls and a really neat art style, check it out. It is launching on November 10th, 2022 via PC on Steam. It is only going to be $10. It'll still also be only about four to five hours. So for, you know, you probably get your money's worth on that if you like JRPG combat. 
the trailer is actually pretty neat to watch. Like I said, only if you like JRPGs and Magical Girls. So if you like JRPGs, you probably like Magical Girls. Ah, that's all my new games. Uh, the only update I have is the first soldier's dead. Surprise! Oh, that's shock. Surprising. I think I called that when it was announced. Yeah, I don't know what the. It was a really, really good idea that was really, really poorly executed. That's what it boils because down to. Because they put it on phones. Yes, yes, 100%. And every comment section of every article I've seen this on in Facebook, that's literally every single person. Like, I would have played this so much more if it was on consoles or PC. They shouldn't have put it on mobile. Why was this only on mobile? You know what? And for real, I why? tried it. I tried it over, like, Thanksgiving when I was visiting my family uh, out of town and it was like the middle of the day i'm like i'm not gonna go isolate myself on my laptop and i was like this would have been great if it wasn't anything but a phone yeah that i tried i went i got through the tutorial i played a little bit i was like this would be really cool if i could play it on my fucking playstation but like i didn't really, even make it they, that far i downloaded it and had literally never opened it once because it's on my phone and i don't play games on my phone it has so much potential but like yeah i got through the tutorial and played a few missions once and then that was that was it um yeah, they really shit the bed. It was like I said, it was a really good, really good idea that was really, really poorly executed. That's just what it boils down to. I mean, that's half of what Square Enix does anymore. I know. Like, what was it? Babylon's Fall, the Platinum Games oh uh, RPG. It looks, and I, I was honestly thinking of like, I was like, I'm gonna wait till it's on a steep sale and buy it, and then they announced they were shutting down the servers, and I was yeah. like, well, I guess I'm not gonna buy it when it's on sale. Because I like the idea of it. There's just nothing to do until you got to the end game. It was yeah. just really boring. And I like I like randomly generated dungeons and shit. It gives it like it's an easy way to create a bunch of content, but apparently they just didn't do it very well. Which is surprising for platinum games. So Yeah, I don't know. It's just Square Enix has lately just been like, how can we make EA look good? All right, what uh, do we have in the... They're still not making EA look good. No, yeah. they're not. <laughs> Definitely being hyperbolic. Um, but if we have to What delete... can we do to make Ubisoft look good? <laughs> well, weren't they... No, that was... No, that was something else. I'm right. Uh, so what do we have in legal debacles and uh, and such? Controversies, that's where. To counter Sony's lobbying of European regulators to block the acquisition of Activision Blizzard uh, by Microsoft, Microsoft has decided they're going to launch their own entire fucking website around what they are listing as various facts and graphs and charts about why their purchase of Activision Blizzard will not affect the gaming industry as Sony is claiming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just noticed on this banner, I have to... Does does Microsoft own King Digital now too? Did I miss that somewhere? Yes. Yeah. The uh, oh that God. was like six years ago. The uh, mobile developer. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. That just that so tracks that that Microsoft would be associated with King. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Eventually, they're gonna buy EA next. Eventually, <laughs> they own. Uh, what's the one that starts with a Z? The Farmville people. Oh. Like a bulldog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's who EA owns. Yeah, I mean King. Uh, King's almost as bad as EA. But anyways, keep going. Part uh, part of the main 
defense that it wouldn't be bad for gaming is that the largest franchise such as Call of Duty will not be exclusive to Microsoft platforms. They'll also be multi-platform, much like they have kept Minecraft. And while they did not mention franchises such as Elder Scrolls and Fallout, might be exclusive to Xbox. Um, so still no news in the Starfield thing. It still can potentially come, same as Elder Scrolls, because I mean they probably just want to make more money anyways. And there's just more profit to be had if you sell a game to an opposing, you know, a competitor full price. That I can like, I don't really care about the Elder Scrolls thing. That's like the one exception to games I'd rather have on PC because I like modding. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say but, it's because you'd prefer to play it on PC. But um, I'll be I'll I'll be pretty shitty if they take Call of Duty away from PlayStation. But I they they keep saying they're not going to, but like like Microsoft says I mean, a lot it, of stuff. It's up you know their what discretion I mean? In the end, yeah, it's I don't know. My, they also said that they're never going to version past Windows Ten, and here we are. So. Um, apparently at TwitchCon, they had a foam pit and apparently a streamer broke their back in two places and will need surgery. <laughs> so, Stupid. yeah, at TwitchCon in San Diego and supposedly another streamer dislocated their knee at the same attraction. <laughs> Please tell me it was like so, right afterwards. Yeah, oh um, it was to be modeled after American Gladiators, where they're battling over the foam pit with the giant foam batons and people just, you know, they're not trained athletes. So they don't know how to fall. And so they <laughs> hurt themselves. So, oh, man, yeah, someone now, said, now that I'd pay some money to watch. <clears throat> I, I don't watch so Twitch, stream much, much, Twitch streams much, but I would watch them uh, trying to fight each other in a foam pit. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, if you don't want to get injured, don't go jumping into random foam bits made, you know, with attractions made for people who are athletic and trained. That's a good start. More news in Overwatch. Um, as Blizzard has attempted to put out a couple fires by disabling a couple heroes that have bugs, it has made half the roster unplayable for people who already have the roster unlocked. So... Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that Overwatch 2 team, but it's not good. So uh, just just kind of hold off and wait. I mean, I've just been trying to play it so I can try to put out some sort of review, but I'm always stuck in like some update queue or getting kicked from games. So it's just mostly a queue simulator at this point. That's all I got. What do you got over in the movies and TV? I think you put it in the interesting headlines but that's definitely a, a movies and tv topic i think and it's kind of a good segue it, away from legal debacles um netflix has officially announced their subscription tier that will include basic ads it's called basic with ads it'll be six dollars and 99 cents a month and occasionally you will see an ad um that's not as that is people seem to think it is everybody on the internet seems to think they're always going to be seeing ads no matter what they're subscribed to but that's not the case and that's never been the case they've always been very clear on whether ads are going to be it was going to be for a much deeper subscription rate so if you want netflix but you don't want to pay upwards of 15 20 30 dollars you can get 720p streaming quality with some ads for 6.99 a month that's about it it's just, not too bad i really hope i don't get bumped down to that now I'll be kind of pissy because right now I get, get 
Well, I get free Netflix um, as part of my like T-Mobile. Um, this isn't an ad. I'm just I. It's part of my T-Mobile like package is that I get free free Netflix. This segment is not sponsored. <laughs> I mean, if T-Mobile wants to give me some money, we'll talk. But but at this time, no. Um, but with my, yeah, with my like T-Mobile bill, it, it's it's not like included. It was just like a sign up bonus for some special like years and years and years ago when i signed up um so t-mobile foots the bill for my netflix and it would not i would not put it past them to be like so if you look at the fine print we said we'd pay for the lowest tier and now there's a new lowest tier could be but i feel like that's most of the reason why people go to t-mobiles for all the free shit that's a good point. They do give away a lot of free shit. They do. That is their big advertising draw. Yeah. I know, like, I got in on AT&T Fiber before they got rid of the HBO Max inclusion. Mm. So I'm still grandfathered in to get free HBO Max. Nice. But any new subscriber doesn't have it. I got fathered in, like, a month before I left. Ooh. Very nice. All right, that's uh, that, that's all the that's all the the debacle mm. TV shows, movies, things I have. What you got for favorite game updates? Something over in Destiny. Yep, since I've been playing a ton of Destiny, and it's I guess always technically been one of my favorite games. Up through a Destiny thing here. Um, starting on December sixth for season nineteen, Destiny two will be doing away with planetary materials. <clears throat> they are used for upgrading stuff for exchanging for glimmer when now they'll just be exchanged for glimmer straight up any that you do have you'll be able to trade for glimmer through rahu so yeah dust fly shards microphasic data lattice uh, helium filaments barium boughs spin metal leaves and glacial star wart the last of the planetary materials will be gone that'll be weird i'll have so much inventory space back that's just because they have a lot of stuff on the way so yeah so the nodes will remain on the planets you'll just get xp and glimmer and rep for that planet instead which you know what that's cool i'll take it um the rest and this was from this week at bungie their weekly little thingy um so yeah they just they said they just wanted to simplify the economy for players who are just also getting into the game and so they wanted to get rid of all this stuff that also help you know prevent having to create new ones as well which they still might so who knows um to counter the increase of glimmer costs for items you usually exchange those for being like upgrade materials uh hero public events will now reward between 10k and 12.5k glimmer per completion which that's pretty good and normal runs will net players 5000 or less so yeah there's a reason to still run around planets also, they revealed the winning player voted Festival of the Lost Armor sets, and they're all mecha. So, yeah, get some. The Titans kind of went out here. They got the uh, Gundam Zaku themed sets. So, Hunters have a goatee, and the Warlocks looks pretty cool, but the, the Titans definitely. And that starts next week. Season of the Lost is always real fun. Or, uh, what's it called? Festival. Festival, yeah. 
Nice. Uh, I have a little bit of updates over in the world of RuneScape Final Fantasy. Um, so some more updates rolling towards us in the wilderness in RuneScape. Um, there's now flash events and mini quests being added. They are continuing um, to expand things in the wilderness. So another week or so and some new mini quests will be coming Um and they're adding flash events, though they haven't had a whole lot of details about it. It's just, quote, in the works. Um, but they're adding some things um, like a, a higher level of evil tree that's going to be spawning in the wilderness. Um, and there's, of course, going to be lots of new achievements and awards. Um, I still haven't delved into the wilderness remake at all yet, um, but I plan to try and do that soon. Um Final Fantasy XIV has made an announcement about patch uh, an update 6.25. So that's a big deal. Um, so 6.25 is going to be kind of our halfway mark um, because they, they only version up to 0.5 uh, before they go to the next expansion. So this is good news. It tracks now kind of the theory that I've been putting forth that instead of our typical Jan or our typical June, uh, July range uh, release date, uh, it's going to the new uh, pattern is going to fall into that same fall range um, of kind of like October, November um, due to the delay that we saw in Endwalker, we're going to get every two years two year cycle starting about when Endwalker came out makes perfect sense. And this kind of tracks onto that because in October, towards the end of October, we're going to have our 6.25 update. So that that's smack dab in the middle. Um, hopefully this winter we'll start getting our first teasers on the next expansion. I know the uh, the new main scenarios are starting to allude to the next expansion pretty heavily already. Um, this update is going to go live on October 18th. So this upcoming Tuesday on uh, update day is when all this is going to go in. There's going to be some slight job adjustments and some slight PVP adjustments, as is pretty common for any of these kind of patch updates. Um, those PVP adjustments might not be finished, though, until uh, patch 6.28. Uh, so that will be in another few weeks. Um, they're also planning to update Island Sanctuaries a little bit, but that's still uh, not confirmed to be on 6.25. Um, but they're trying to implement Island Sanctuaries, uh, the ability to use uh, outdoor housing items. Um, the 6.25 update is also going to include new Hildebrand adventures, weapon enhancement quests, uh, tribal quests, variant dungeons, and the Saturian um, uh, dungeons. So um, a lot of new stuff coming our way, as well as some new glamour gear. Um, and uh, not with 6.25, but coming very, very soon is the expansion of the North American Data Center. Um, this will happen on Tuesday, November 1st. So the new data center is going to be called Dynamis. Excuse me. Going to be called Dynamis uh, with four new worlds of Seraph, Marlith, um, Maduin, and holy shit. Um, Helicarnassus. 
I had to I had to take my time on that for a second. Um, the new housing lottery for these servers will begin on November 5th. Um, please keep in mind Four that days. Uh, during this time, they're probably going to have a 24 hour maintenance. So get ready for some heavy maintenance times coming up. And that's about it. So I think that's going to do it for our news this week. What you've been playing this last week there, Sasquatch? I'm playing WoW, Valorant, and Destiny 2. And uh, definitely not Fresh Women Season 1, since it won't let me even post a <laughs> screenshot in Discord. Oh, I found out. <laughs> I, I got to the bottom of that, and it's stupid and unfixable, basically. I'm, I'm pissy. What? No way. So, okay, here's the deal. Um, it's the the thing where it scans content. I found the area um, by, after I turned my streamer mode off, but we can't select anything other than the like scan for explicit content. Is it content. because we're in a community? Yes. Um, which okay, is going to be like, because I'm in plenty of hentai servers. It's stupid because the, the annoying thing is, um, like, I get it, but the reason we have a commute, quote unquote, community server is simply because it comes with 10 times the amount of features that other servers do. Like, that's where we have this, like, this fucking, uh, like, stage channel that we're in for podcasts and, like, threads. And a lot of the functionality that we use comes just from that. And, like, yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating that if we want to use all of those expansive features, we have to have that turned on. That's really, really annoying. Did you just say you're in hentai servers? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's, for the, it's for the it's for the emotes. You're, you're surprised. He's like, it's for research. I have uh, I have like a folder of 70 discord servers. And they're Holy just all the same at the bottom of them, and it's just for the emotes because with Nitro you got emotes. Yep. That, also okay, that's the so. reason. Yeah, yeah. And I, so gonna... all the funny ones like are in servers called like Cream Cord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and to be fair, some of them are made as just free servers by people to make like anime themed emotes so you know they get the basic what 40 yeah 40 and they're all just 40 from like one specific anime and they're like here's all the other ones we have so i mean quite like 15 of them are just like those small servers what have you been playing this last week there doc not a lot. I've spent a lot of time playing uh, Car Repair Simulator, and let me tell you, yeah. I am terrible at that game. Is that so, it's not a simulator if it's in real life, buddy. I'm, I'm trying to soften the blow. Um, but I have been playing quite a bit of Destiny 2 recently. That's, that's, that's been the main thing, and then I've uh, been playing some Magic the Gathering. Time. that's about it yeah i haven't really done anything either i played a little bit of final fantasy and runescape like minimum amounts and of course our final fantasy 7 that we do 
uh, every week, but um, it's a, uh, I, I teach uh, some eight week classes and this is finals week for the eight week classes. So it's been, and then at the same time, it's midterm weeks for my other, for my normal classes and for the class for, for the classes I'm taking um, for my next degree, I'm also in midterms. So it's been a totally nuts week. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all that. And don't forget to come join us here in Discord so you can listen to the recordings live every Thursday night. Thanks, everyone. And check out Fresh Women's Season 1 screenshots. <laughs> have yeah. A, have a great weekend. Shane. Good night.